uh, what do you want to talk about this episode? I don't know, man. Let's just let's see just where see. it goes. Cool. I mean, we're still another, another 25 minutes. Yeah, let's go. Ready? Yeah. Welcome to the Russell Hicks Show, everybody. My name is Russell Hicks. Thanks for checking in, tuning in, watching us. We're happy to have you. And by we, of course, I mean Horatio, my producer. Hello. Welcome, Horatio. Thank you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you again. Good to be with you. Okay, thank you. You are matching. You're wearing khakis. You look great. Thank you. You look nice as well. Good look on him. He has a stash. Yeah. Is that a feature of Generation... You're a Zoomer. I'm a Zoomer, yeah. Now, I'm an elder Zoomer, so you're an elder millennial. I'm an elder Zoomer. I'm an elder millennial. You're, the, the, you're like a, one of the younger. I've always you're one wondered, of the older millennials. I'm one of the older Zoomers. I, I've always wondered about my inclusion in the millennial. You're just, you're just in. You've just scraped in. Like Indiana Jones grabbing his hat under the door. That's right. With the millennial generation. Now, what is that? Yeah, okay, so I'm in. I'm a millennial. But just. Like just, just barely. <laughs> just. And like I'm halfway. I'm just, I'll be you in. in yeah. In like I've got years. one foot in what other camp? Yeah. Um. I think boom. No, I can't be boomers. I don't know the one before. No, I I'm not a boomer. That's like <laughs> that's like you. You fucking. I don't know. We beat. We beat the Nazis. <laughs> Let's fuck. No, because yeah, because it's like a twenty year period. Fucking hell, boomer. Yeah, because it's 1980 to 90. I don't know what generation X. No, dude, I'm Gen X. Gen bro. X. Gen X. Yeah. I've always felt more Gen X than millennial. Yeah. You're I've of, got you're way an old school guy. What? You're an old school guy, though. That's I refute like, that. Okay. What does this mean? How am I old school? I don't really get it. Because you don't. Uh, okay. What defines like, a zoomer? A zoomer. <laughs> you. Je- I don't think it means that you're completely techno native. So you've grown up with the internet, and it's all you've ever known, really. Techno native. Yeah. Did you even know that term? Dab- dabbing. Would you know that? I know that, yeah. Yeah. All right, you're a techno native, cool. Yeah. And it means that. So it's just like you've just you've known nothing else. You know nothing else. Millennials are the bridge over into it. You know, millennials are the ones who are doing all the startups and that whole kind of thing. But then the Zoomers are just leaving university and school. So we'll see what this generation. We'll see what you got. What do you got? We've got. What uh, do you got, Zoomers? I got to tell you right now, it's not looking. We got. Do you remember fidget spinners? Yeah. That was us. Okay, great, man. I know all about that. See, this is the thing. Our generations are not different. Not really. What do you guys have? Pogs. <laughs> you remember Pogs? I've never heard of Yeah. Them. It was shooting craps for kids. You don't remember Pogs? Mm-mm. You guys didn't have Pogs? Do you have memes? We used to take... Do you know what Pogs are? You would basically get around with your friends. You'd all have a tube of Pogs. And it was literally like you were shooting craps in an alleyway. They banned them from school because it was basically gambling. What you would do is you would stack up. They were cardboard circles with pictures on them. And you would stack them up right in the middle. And then you'd have a slammer. And then someone would slam it down. And whatever one's flipped over, you got to then take those from the guy, from the, the other kid. So his pogs became your pogs. Oh, really? And some of these pogs were worth a lot of money. You got to take the pogs. Dude, you'd have kids coming That's up to you. You'd have hearted stuff, you, man. Mate, you'd have kids coming up to you like, hey, man, those <laughs> were my dad. My dad bought me those pogs. 
My dad bought me those pogs, man. Can you just let me get them back? Yeah, yeah. You should have thought of that before you played with Minnesota Fats. You want those pogs back? You're going to have to do me a favor. Sometimes you play for slammers. What were slammers? Slammers was the thing that you would use. And so you'd go, let's play for slammers. Slammers were costing like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah. I remember my brother had a metal slammer with finger indents. Mm-hmm. And it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful slammer. Solid piece of work, man. Fun. Brass knuckles Good of slammers. Craftsmanship on it. Absolutely gorgeous piece of slamming. And I turned my back on this kid for about 10 minutes. I walked back. We were in another town. We had gone somewhere else. He's playing for slammers with some kids from out of town. I don't know who these kids are. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they talked my sweet, my sweet little angel of a brother into playing for slammers. And I saw it just the moment, man, when that came down. Boom. And his slammer flipped over. He's lost it forever. Gone. He lost the slammer. It must be hard to win it back if you don't have a well-crafted slammer, right? So what do you do? What are the what are the stakes in in fidget spinning? Oh no, that's just for ADHD kids to have something to. Right, you just you just yeah spin it. But then that's our our stuff's more in like. I get it. We used to finger skateboard. We used to have fingerboards. Yeah, I remember those. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Stop trying to divide us. We get it. I would have I would have had a fidget spinner. You just spin it, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Spinning on my hand. Yeah. I would have been such a little shit, dude. I would have had a fidget spinner, a jewel. I would have been all yeah, that. I got a jewel. Yeah. I still don't know that I would have been like on YouTube or anything, but influencing. Um, I don't know that I'd be influencing. No. I think mate, you could be a, one of those prank bros. No, because. <laughs> In like people who are on social media, they remind me we had you too. They were people who had like nano giga pets and stuff like that. What like uh, Tamagotchis was that Tamagotchis. You? Yeah, those to me were the Instagram Instagram influencers of the day. Mm-hmm. It's just responsibility, and you know what I used to do? I used to steal those Tamagotchis and kill them. Well, I used to find them? that do funny. You them? Yeah, I used to steal them and starve them. So not like break the thing. Like no, kill I would just them steal it and starve game. it. It was hilarious. Because people would get so upset about it. That's what I would probably be doing today. I'd be finding people's passwords and deleting their accounts. <laughs> just to see them panic. I can imagine that's the kind of thing I'd be doing. I th- I'm pretty sure. And mm. I would play video games. I would love video games. All right, so you're a Zoomer. Um... And what are the hallmarks of you guys? You're, you're uh, what do you think of millennials? What do Zoomers think of millennials? It's quite a, com- it's quite a hard bridge because it's unclear what a generation is until they've kind of been able to live it out. Like everyone knows what millennial is. But a Zoomer, we're kind of, I guess the ultimate Zoomer kind of pop star is Billie Eilish. She's like the first real Zoomer. Who's right. Do you know what I mean? Like What's so Zooming about her? I need to know this. Why is she so Zoom? Why is she Zoom? <laughs> it's hard to explain. I think it's because she understands that it's about understanding the internet. It's about I a way of speaking. It's like a sort of language that's been developed. Let me tell hu- you what it is. This is what me. it is, man. If you are 
a soulless sellout okay. who sees nothing wrong with putting things on the internet just because people are going to like it, you're, you're a Zoomer, I guess. Okay, boom. But I, I refuse to believe that, man. There has to be kids who don't like, – that are left out. See, there's, a, there's a corporations behind this, all of this, telling us who we are. Gen X is like this. You're like that. Zoomers are like that. Because like they, huh? You're sounding like a boomer. A boomer. You sound like a boomer. Okay, boomer is what a zoomer would say. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about the <laughs> Japanese. They're sneaky. <laughs> we got to keep an eye on them. The dragon is asleep. Um, that. But like, I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's a ploy to me. It's just to make. Does this making sense? Like it's just they just say this is what you're like, so that they can put you in a box and then like tell and so that you believe it. You know what I mean? So that like Billie Eilish like is like yeah, Billie contract. Eilish is the best because oh what a coincidence she uses all our products and like puts and is good for us. Whereas if I was a Zoomer, and didn't get involved in any of that, they're not gonna give me any attention because I'm like he's not helping the bottom line unless. I feel personally there's another revolution brewing. I was in Peckham the other day, and I met these two people, 21-year-old girls, who said – They're Zoomers. Yeah, Zoomers. Mm -hmm. Old Zoomers, though. They carry on. 21's an old Zoomer? Yeah, I'm the, one of the oldest Zoomers there. It's like I go to these girls. I said something about my cell phone. They go, I just got a smartphone this year. I think, what? You're, you're 21. Like – She's like, yeah, I just don't really care for it. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. I was hoping this was a new thing. Is there like a new group of kids coming up who, who you know, are rebelling against their parents because their parents are pushing them in the – you know, when you see a fucking mom with the, 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 the pram and she's just scrolling, yeah, 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 yeah. like, how's your baby? Because there's a car coming. Yeah, and she's got time like a, a baby app where she's keeping one alive. On Not even app. a picture. She's fucking Candy Crush. Yeah. Just like rolling your baby through a busy street, like, <laughs> cool. How's your baby? Oh, it's good. Really? Because I'm holding it. I stole it. <laughs> I stole it out of your pram. Your baby's in my arms. Here you go. Yeah. Maybe not play Candy Crush when you're caring for a human life. Maybe they grew up with that and they're like, I'm out now. Mm -hmm. I'm off the grid. Yeah, I know a lot of people like and that. That's where I'm gonna be. But. One I'm going to be the voice of the Zoomer generation. They're going to love me, man. They're like Amish now. Mm -hmm. But there's a bit of, I agree with all these things, but there's a bit of smugness to people who stop using their smartphone. Like, we get it, right? No, it's not. This is a, it's not like, I'm not, we're, we're not trying to be smug, man. Okay. We're just it's trying just, it to. across a little bit like, okay, I'm we're trying I'm, to I don't have a phone, I'm better than you. All right, mate, great. No, I'm more in tune <laughs> with the universe. Exactly. And if that intimidates you, well, then maybe you should put yours down and join me in the astral plane. It's nice up here. Because I don't know, man. This I was on the train the other day. This girl comes up to me. It was one of those trains that has one plug socket. I've got the plug in. And I'm, I'm on 3%. And my phone is dying. And I need to get... I need to actually use my maps when I get to where I'm going to find out where I'm going, right? This girl comes up to me, phone in hand, charger, like she's got a dead body. Like, like, <laughs> like it was like a bloody core. 
And she looks down, sees the, and lo- and goes, oh. And you're like, all right, yeah, that, that happens. And then she says, how, what percentage are you on? And I'm like, all right, fair enough. Hey. But you're going to win this one. What if I'm on 80? Yeah. Three. What are you? I'm a good guy. What are you on? 35. That is shocking to be fair. What do you need it for? I was, well, I wanted to look at Instagram. She didn't say that. On the, uh, yeah. Did she say that? Yes. I wanted to look at Instagram. I wanted to watch videos. This is not just one on of your fantasies. I swear to you. Sir, this and is I you said, on the hey. <laughs> and she still gave me this look that suggested, had I gone, you know what? Fuck me. And just pulled it out. She'd have gone, okay. And plugged it right in. Then she rolled away on her Heelys. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hey, listen. You know if your phone dies, you don't die, okay? You're going to make it. Be alone with your thoughts and your thinking. That's deep. I was just like, dude, I actually need it to get somewhere, to use it for my maps. So when I look at someone like that, I think it's clearly gone so far. That people like that exist. Like, she couldn't fathom a moment without it. So there has to be a backlash coming, right? Of some kind? Something. Someone, there's got to be some backlash where people go, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have this technology at our fingertips. And all we're doing is using it to masturbate and go on TikTok and go on TikTok and masturbate. Let's, let's like... Let's do something else with it. Do you think, or am I? Is it crazy? It's not crazy. It's just wishful thinking. No. I mean, I'm not saying we should go back to any sort of time. I, I love technology. I'm no, just, there's loads of people who are like that. Just n- there's there's lots of people. Who you just like never that. heard of them. No, but yeah. That's it. They, because they're not going to make it. Because the they're not going to do anything. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So they just you wouldn't know of them anyway. There's you won't know them. The new guy. The new guy in the ni- 1917. He's just been on loads of like talk shows saying he doesn't use a phone or go on Facebook or anything and everyone's like wow yeah damn it so there is there's, he's he's kind of taking he's the new voice of the human generation oh great thanks well it was supposed to be me thanks a lot mate you can get the next generation thanks a lot 1917 that's supposed to be good it looks cool I didn't like Dunkirk though you know I, I went for the I went for 1917 as an extra and I didn't get it can you believe that so oh. you went for it as an extra yeah like I, well I that's not actually how you say that sentence <laughs> Just so you know, you I don't like, you don't, <laughs> I sent a picture, you don't like, I sent a picture of my in. face. Don't say it like that. I didn't that. go in. I've sent a picture oh, of my I face. Oh, I went in for that as an extra. <laughs> you didn't go in. You know what I mean? I'm just saying with my face. I know what you mean. I'm that's trying to help a, you, That's dude. the one film I should get an extra I'm, I'm trying to help you. Because if you say that. I look like I should be in 1970. Oh, I went in for that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, as an extra. <laughs> You would have been great. Yeah, as exactly. An extra. I was. I couldn't actually as an extra. You there's like been phenomenal. S- there's seven thousand people in the background. Surely. No, you look good. I could uh, see yeah. you in an old war film. Definitely. As like the guy yeah, who he like re- yeah he he. I could totally see you in like an old German film. Yeah. Put to get you on screen. I'm on screen, but it doesn't change my Um. You work in a library. Yeah. And like you're still there, like they're in they're in the village, and they're yeah. like, "Whoa, where is?" That? And I'm li- I look like my granddad, and in the you're flashback. still there, yeah. Yeah. But you're a little dodgy. 
I'm like an old photo you find in the attic of like your this is your granddad like a black and white yeah when he was a boy and it's me yeah yeah black and white exactly tiny and the tiny little square and you just look at him and go my granddad was a nazi (laughs) i can tell just looking at him look at that stash yeah um i feel high ranking though you feel what like you'd be a high ranking official in the ss yeah yeah that's uh that's a bold statement to commit to the internet (laughs) for for all of eternity Horatio, I feel like I'd be a high-ranking officer in the SS. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? Did you ever think about joining the Army? No, never even had that My one. dad used to tell me, he used to offer that to me as a solution. He'd say, you should... As a solution. As, when I was 18, because I'm like, he's like, are you going to go to college? I was like, no. You know, millennial Gen X. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just thinking about just going to hang out here for like... 20 years until I end up doing a podcast and he's like um you should join the army which like in retrospect I'm like were you just trying to get me killed because how do you know me for 18 years and think that there's anything about me that would have survived in a battlefield like I basically feel like my dad was going just like hey there's an honorable way out to be fair oh by the way do you want to know when he was telling me to join the army yeah 2000 yeah, the year 2000. Really? Yeah. So you before 9-11. Like, <laughs> August 30, like, September 10th, 2000. My dad's like, you should go down and sign up for the military. Oh, thanks, pops. Imagine how pissed I would have been the next day. <laughs> you just wanted to get Son, fit. get up, get up. What? What? Fucking. What the? What? Yeah. yeah. That would have been the next 10 years of my life. Yeah. And, like, hey. Good on you for getting involved in that. But I feel bad for the... There are people who signed up around them being like, dude, this is like... We're not in any wars. We are chilling. Yeah, it's fine. But and then they just went, oh. But in America, you have this crazy thing with thank you for your service. I don't... We really don't have that over here at all. Like, don't Really? You, you have to... It's like a... No matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. British people don't... No, no, Respect no. the troops? No, we, we respect the troops, but it's not like the one thing you don't do. Like... Respect the troops. In America, it seems like that's the one thing. It's like a massive no-no. You've got to respect the troops. Yeah. Thank you for your service, sir. We wouldn't. We never. We yes. never say thank you for service. We oh, would, dude, we're, we're like, like. We'd be like, cheers, mate. If you do a comedy club in America, and you ask someone what they do, and they say anything related to the military, that is an applause break, one hundred percent. Really. And you, there's no, you can't like. No, nothing here. Some comedians used to bother me because. There was a few hack comedians who I would say, is there anything you want me to say about you before I bring you on? And they would always say, you could always tell when someone was a bit of a hack if they say either A, say he just got back from performing for the troops, okay. or B, he is he used to be a veteran or something really? like that. Like, Because it was so, it was such a, it was just such a cheap ploy to get in the good graces of the crowd. Yeah. This next guy coming to the stage just got back from performing with the troops. I was just, and you know, and the guy would come on, and it was like, there's nothing wrong with performing, but I'm just saying, don't use it to like be funny. Don't just use it to, you yeah. know. We don't have that at all. I always just I've wanted to bring that guy on and be like, hey, this guy, this next guy coming to the stage just told me he hates the troops. <laughs> Weird, I know. Here he comes. <laughs> just see him get out of that. 
Um, yeah. So, well, that's weird, man. You guys, uh, you, you don't. Mm. No. Yeah, it's a big deal in America. Mm-mm. It's a big, big deal. We don't really like our wars. We're not really happy with them. Yeah, we, uh, I don't know. What can, what do you, I don't know. Maybe that's because you haven't won very many. Um, have we? I don't know, you probably won a we've lot. We've won, our, 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 like, that, our numbers on winning wars. You guys have won a lot. And we also fought 90 What I like about America is we lose them and we still call it a win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet you if you asked, if you polled Americans and said, how many wars in America, they, they'd be like, all of them. Yeah. We've won every single one. Ever. Yeah, because you, you, yeah, Nam, it's interesting how they sell that. You can't talk about that at all. No. No. Certainly not um, on this comedy podcast. But uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? But yeah, I guess. What are you going to do? We've got the Royals, I guess. What are you going to do? Yeah, you've got the Royals. Yeah. I respect that, what's going on there. I respect that they're walking away from it. Yeah? Yeah. You're Megan's side? I guess so. Yeah. I think so in this situation. Why? When you're a little girl, what do they always tell you? You want to be a princess when you grow up. Well, look at this. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised she throws a tiara on him at night. Makes him dance around the flat. She's in charge. Oh, definitely. Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. She's running the show. Americans don't, we don't, you cannot put an American in the royal family. You definitely can't put an American in the royal family. It, it doesn't work. You ever seen King Ralph? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm doing a... This is a cautionary tale. I'm doing a whole routine on this. You're doing a routine on King Ralph? No, no, but this is that premise. You can't put an American... You can't do it. Because... Oh, I won't steal your bit then. No, don't, no, don't worry. You guys want to see a classic <laughs> no, no, bit no. <laughs> about Americans in the royal family? Go see Horatio oh do God. stand-up comedy somewhere oh in God. London. It is going to be hot. They do not call him the king of topical for <laughs> no reason. This guy, he's a Zoomer. If you can't make it to the club, I'm sure it'll be on TikTok or YouTube Live or some other app. Do you like your comedians to have facial antiquated facial hair? Yeah. Aryan comics doing topical stand-up. Oh, Horatio, awesome. baby. Yeah. Horatio. No, but you got a bit about it. Can you talk about it without like blowing it up? No, I don't mind blowing up. The, the whole idea is that it's because you guys like happiness. That's like a big deal. Like how you guys actually feel is important to you. Like ha- if for you guys, the main priority is being happy. Mm. But like English people, that's not even top ten. That's how the royal family works. Is that they w- we we have them. It's mental, but we know that they're all miserable. That's the deal. Right. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, like we, we just were like, no. No, Kim Kardashian, that's kind of your royal family, and they're having a great time. You respect that. For us, if, like Prince Andrew, one of the first royals to have like a good time, he got kicked out immediately. And then Meghan comes over. Sorry, it's one time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one of the first to have a good time. This guy was just saying, uh, you heard it here, folks, ratio. <laughs> He's just having a good time. Come on. Yeah, he makes a friend he has something in common with. That's Come how on. he would have done that interview if he were American, by the way. Yeah. We were having a good time. <laughs> Come on. But for you, us, we're like, want? no fucking way. Like the Queen, she's not happy. but it's No, not I mean, look. At the same time, Americans are very like, we don't, ah, it's weird. I was going to say we don't like servants. 
Yeah. We're sort of over that. Yeah, you went to slaves. Yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're past that. <laughs> okay. You know, like, I think we're kind of like, that wasn't the okay. Uh, so it's just like the idea of someone holding a door and doing all that was, come on. Yeah. Like, you know? It's just pointless. Because an American The rituals are silly to us. A hundred years ago. Uh, you got to do something in America. Yeah. That's what I mean. You, you kind of have to like, that there has to be there. some excuse. I don't know. Yeah, like Donald Trump even. He's, you know, he's, he's built some buildings. You know but see, the, he's just entertaining. Yeah. That's what he's always been. Yeah. He's never done anything but be entertaining. Mm-hmm. A clown. That, that, that is what he is. He's our mascot. Yeah. He was our mascot. Yeah. And they made him the president. Because the people started to believe the president is the mascot. But, you know. That's what he should be. Do you think he should just be your mascot? Yeah. We've talked about that. He should just be our mascot. He's fat, racist, and dumb, and confident. He's everything. He's everything America strives to be. If he doesn't have power, I think we'd all be very happy to just let him be all those things. Yeah. And just check in with him occasionally. Like a Christmas speech. He comes out every Christmas. (laughs) He's got like a bucket of chicken. And he's just eating fried food, and he spouts horrendous racism into the camera, and we all just kind of go like, "Okay, uh, so that's where we're at on a subconscious level, and let's act accordingly." And that's it. But then someone would go, "Oh, and he should be president, just our mascot," and that's what he'll go back to being. He'll be the mascot. Because he always confused me. Because I've always said this. Comedians had a hard time with Donald Trump when he was running for president. Because watching him run was like watching a hack comedian in a comedy club. Yeah. Who you can watch and go, I don't like what he's saying. But he's got good stage presence. Mm-hmm. So it's very conflicting in that regard. What, well, as a fellow performer, you're like, okay. Oh, you're like, that was funny. Or that was a good slam. Yeah. And then there's that other part of your brain being like, that's a bit of a hacky bit. That's not really something you, uh, but that was funny. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, but what is fucking being funny and like slamming people have to do with running the country? I don't think people understand what, what, what it, people have lost all faith. Trust me, I'm a millennial, Gen X, whatever. I've lost all faith in institutions. That's our generation. And I love that. We've got zero faith in institutions. We think everyone's out to scam us. (laughs) Everything's a ploy. I don't know. They tell us, like, my generation is all, we're the most paranoid fucking, we are, like, in a, a, we are in a crack house somewhere, like, shut the door, man. Shut the door. They're watching. They're watching. They're listening. Put my money in a bank. Screw that. I'm going to bury it in the backyard where it's safe. So you guys can clean that mess up. And, And so... That's why he became president. We've lost all faith in institutions. I think what's happening now is we're kind of going, oh, I get it, a little bit. I get it a little bit. Because if you're just in there going crazy and bombing people, like, there is a skill to diplomacy. Hmm. And he's sort of shedding light on that by how bad he is at that. You can't just talk shit the whole time, dude. He's doing around... I'm not, he kind of did well with North Korea and did well with Iran. I'm sorry. Did well with Iran? North Korea, that shit's kind of over. Iran, he sort of hardballed them. I'm just, I'm like, I'm not on his side, but foreign policy, he somehow managed to do a triple flip and land on his feet. Not with Iran. Dude, they said they were going to fuck you up. They blew up one of their own planes, and now they're like, all right, 
I'll show you. We'll leave you for now. They blew up a, a plane full of uh, Canadians. Yeah, by accident. Who really lost? By accident. Jesus, what are you kidding me? See, this is the millennial paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> paranoia? It's Stanley Kubrick. Really? Yeah. That'd be like, okay. He didn't, they, the point was they, tr- they thought it was. Seriously, mate. Do you think people just, but, oh, well, where were you shooting that missile? Oh, just like There was up, 170 Iranians on that flight. Yeah. There was like 40 Canadians. You got to use your logical brain there, dude. Isn't it a coincidence that they blew that plane up right after he bombed them? No, because they or they've talked. They've come out and talked about it. They thought it was a missile incoming because their their tra- radars are so fucking old, and like Soviet, <laughs> they thought it was a missile incoming, so they blew up their own plane. And then they said, "All right, that's not true." I mean, I'm sure that that's what they said, but he's not hard, dude. <laughs> we, it's seriously, it's like. It's just not it, – it's only going to work so much. It's only going to work so far. It, 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 at the very least, it fucks up my Tuesday morning. So take it easy okay. on the bombing people because it's making me tense. It's making me tense. So, but I don't know. You're, you're all an alt-right podcaster i don't know i'm just the guy trying to get it get ahead in the world i always feel like whenever i argue with people they they they, they always do you ever find this do you ever when you de- engage in a political argument they always one up the thing that they because you know what i mean okay. that's why i don't get in political arguments because i never have all the facts because <laughs> they they always go they always go and you can't refute it yeah 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 because they go well, yeah, but you, of course, you saw that today, and you're like, ah, yeah, what? what about 1988? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, <laughs> Erdogan said in his, oh, uh, what he, uh, what? I think they're making it up, yeah, and I think I think you just make it, I think you just make stuff up back. That's what I do now to win. I just make <laughs> stuff up back. I just make it up. Yeah. yeah, they said no, they bombed the plane on accident, but of course, you saw that report. You know where they found those text messages saying they really did know. You saw that, right? No, you didn't. Oh, you lose. Well, you lose then. You lose this argument. I win. See you later. That's all we want. We just want to win. We just want to win the argument. Right-wing people are good at arguing. You think? Yeah, because they they will stick to the dumbest and just with the absolute power. I think it's easier to argue right-wing arguments. I do, personally. If I took a right-wing position, it's so much easier. Yeah. It's just easy. Iran's crazy. <laughs> They're crazy. You want crazy people running the world? Like, it's just an easy, it's an easier argument. Yeah, that's true. Bring anything up. I'll argue it like a right-wing guy. Um, What's your position? Okay. What do you feel about China? China. What do you feel about China? Well, you tell me. Uh, I think they've got a lot of human rights abuses, but also don't have a Western-centric view of the world. Okay, yeah. So what are you saying? You're saying China is... I'm saying, you know, there's some things we need to look at, but as well, it's easy from a Western perspective. Well, I, I would say it's like <laughs> this. It's like this. I don't know where you're going with that. But it's like this. It's like when you... you no, want. you talk about global warming at dinner with your family. Fine. There we go. And I got this one relative who was just like, well, what about China? <laughs> what about China? Well, they pollute more than we do. So what's the point? Why are, why are we supposed to stop when China pollutes more? China, I mean, already it's like, 
Yeah. You're already in a corner. Like, like what? Think about what I have to now argue. Yeah. I have to like bring up this pantheon of facts and different avenues. Whereas oh. all he can do is like, China's pretty fucking stinky, <laughs> don't they? Well, and then just say stuff. Yeah. China's like, you know, it's like, mm. it's just easier to argue a right wing point. The Oscars. How about that? Uh, representation at the Oscars. Not enough women being um, nominated. Not enough women being nominated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'll say something like, "Do you know how many? You know how many women are on that panel?" Yeah. The the panel, <laughs> their wives. Okay. The panel's men. Yeah. Their wives are the ones who cast the vote. See, you didn't know that, did you? Their wives cast the vote, so their wives are in their ears. So the women are being represented on the panel. Because the judges are men, but men listen to their wives. So their wives are telling them what to do. This is the kind of facts they come up with. They're like, all right, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to What do you want? Meryl Streep? Her speech? Oh, they're not represented? You saw Meryl's speech? She's up there giving it a bit of that forever. They didn't play the music. Play the music when a white man talks, don't they? It's funner to be right wing. Yeah, yeah, you got it's fun. Right. I'm saw, good at it. I saw it. I was starting to believe it. I was like, wait a minute. Let's get an American flag behind your head. Really Welcome to the alt right. Welcome to the Russell Hicks alt right podcast. Yeah. It's easier to argue that, man. You've got to. You've got to like because it's old ideas. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the arguments have already been made for you years ago. I don't know, man. I'm not like saying I'm on one side or the other. I just I'm more on the side of like. Being open and 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 not just trying to understand rather than being closed off. There's no way that you can say, yeah, the, the things the way they are is great, and that's it. There's no getting around it. Like, mm. come on, man. Some of it's true. Some of it's annoying. Some of it's, you know, worth thinking about. We're all just trying to be better people. Don't pretend that you're a good person. I was thinking about this. It's like I think I heard Tarantino actually say this on a, on a director's cut of Reservoir Dogs. I could be wrong. It was his commentary. We used to have DVD commentaries, Zoomers. And I might have made this up on my own, but I want to give credit where credit is due. The, about people that are repressed and the sense that I look at today as like you have to be okay with admitting that you're not perfect and saying that you have weird thoughts so that you maybe even have potentially bigoted thoughts, but the difference is the people who have those thoughts and go, those thoughts are correct, and the people who have those thoughts and go, I don't know, man, maybe I should question that. But if you keep it in, it's like, um, it's like how in society we don't let each other fart. You can't rip ass in public. Everybody does it. We all know it. Mm -hmm. But if you go on the tube and just bust ass... <laughs> People will look at you like you're a freaking monster. Literally, go into a public place and just, you have a bad stomach. You're in pain. There's a sickness in you. And you just watch the reaction of people. You. Ah. Oh, what the fuck was that? What do you mean, what was that? You know what that was. You fart. You fart. I fart. I had to fart. We don't do it in public, though. We pretend we don't fart. And then we go off into our own little corner by ourselves and fart. It's like, you know what I mean? We should be free to, like, 
that's to me what certain ideas are like today. And if you just keep bottling it up, it just sort of stews in you and makes you nasty, and then you vote Brexit. So what, what, are you, what are you saying that you should? I'm saying that you should be able to release both farts and ideas. Both noxious ideas and gases. Nice. Into the air. And we need to figure out a way to deal with the unpleasantness. And I believe in doing that, we will further humanity. I've been Russell Hicks. Thank you for tuning in to a very special episode of The Russell Hicks Show. Get out there, everybody, and release your gases. And I hope it brings you all together as humans and spiritual beings. This has been uh, The Russell Hicks Show. I've been Russell Hicks, the elder millennial. That's Horatio of the Zoomer generation. We'll see you next time. I hope you got something out of this. Enjoy. If you want to connect with us, you know, find us. uh, He's a Zoomer. He'll tell you. Find us on the Internet. Send us questions. Send us anything you want. And we'll probably talk about it on the show. All right. See ya.